Good day to you all, and thank you for tuning in. <sighs> what a weekend, just busy doing all kinds of fun stuff. I guess it started Friday afternoon, I picked up my youngest from work, and then uh, they ended up going to a friend's house for the night. Uh, my son had a bunch of stuff going on, he takes music classes, uh, my oldest I'm talking about, on Fridays, and then he went out with some friends, and then I was able to spend some time with him on Friday night, and a little bit uh, yesterday morning, which would be Saturday morning, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, yesterday, Saturday, was a very busy day, I started with uh, getting together with my Zumba sensei, and we worked on a few new songs. She's been learning songs at a very rapid rate, highly admirable and inspiring for me to get my button gear and learn more. And it's been a lot of fun in the process. So uh, thank you very much to her. From there, I ended up driving three hours, just about three hours to the southwestern part of the state to visit my forever friend, Jen. And I uh, was glad I went. We ended up just hanging out at her cool pad. I had never been to her house before, and it's uh, really nice. And we ended up going out to eat. And I ended up staying <clears throat> there because uh, it's just so far away. And I drove back the three hours this morning. And uh, beautiful weather we're having, just a gorgeous day. So I was tired but didn't really feel like taking a nap just yet. But I needed to chill a little bit. I ended up watching... The Punk Rock NBA, it's some guy, he considers himself old, but he's six years younger than me. But his whole premise is that he claims that rock and roll has been out of the mainstream since uh, the mid-2000s. When I say the mid-2000s, I mean between 2000 and 2010. He's probably right. Uh, the reasoning behind that... He, he kind of goes over in all of his episodes. But in this episode that I watched, he was basically saying how Brett Michaels' Rock of Love is cringeworthy. Uh, you think? I've never watched an episode of Brett Michaels' Rock of Love, but apparently this was a show that ran for three seasons on VH1 in the style of like the bachelor or bachelorette so brett, brett michaels is looking for a partner and he has 25 women to choose from and he eliminates one at the end of each episode now just the premise right there is just cringeworthy it's just like uh and i'll never watch an episode of that show if i haven't mentioned that yet but, I don't know, the punk rock NBA said, well, you know, we need to bring those rock star reality shows back. And I'm like, really? I mean, were any of them good? I mean, I certainly wouldn't watch a Brett Michaels Bachelor type show. Like, ugh. Uh, what's the appeal, ladies and Brett Michaels? Please explain that to me. And I guess he, I mean, Poison, I never liked that band that he was I don't anyway I don't get it I don't get it but he also mentioned in this episode I've never heard the concept of Chad before Chad okay if a guy is a Chad it's a slang term if a guy is a Chad he is like this alpha male that is just you know 
if he walks into a room, all the ladies just swoon. And guy, the non-alpha males like me just kind of hang back and you just kind of get it. Yeah, that guy's a Chad and all these ladies are swooning and... Uh, yeah, it's just the way it is. So, but I never heard of that term before, Chad. Uh, so I learned that uh, today as well. I ended up going for a walk into town on my Instagram. You can see a video that I took of a guy playing fiddle in town, a busker. If you want to follow me on the Instagram, you can find me under Brother Wicked. I post on there occasionally. And I went shopping at the healthy co op place, and I went shopping at the grocery store in Hannaford. And after a while, I, I practiced a little bit of Zumba, and then I was like, ah, geez, I'm tired. I'm uh, really tired. So I ended up napping for like two hours. And then I'm like, ah, and this wasn't that long ago, actually. Then I ended up uh, cooking some sausages this uh, local sausage that the co-op sells i bought i think i bought it on the fourth of july actually so that would have been almost a week ago today is july 10th on the package it said sell by july 9th and i'm like well it's vacuum sealed uh, i bet it's okay so i opened it up i took a sniff and what i smelled was just this overwhelming uh, smell of garlic and I'm like, huh. And it didn't smell. It was a bad smell, too, I should say. I'm like, well, it's probably, you know, just the seasonings in this vacuum seal just really have permeated. It's probably going to be okay. So I started cooking it. And, oh, my God, putrid, putrid, putrid smell. If you're not sure if meat is gone by uh, by smell, just cook it. Uh, just cook it. And then that smell of it cooking is will let you know right away, or it should. So I threw that out, and I had to go back to the store and buy some other uh, meat at the regular store. I'm making a spaghetti sauce. I'm going to have spaghetti tonight. That's what I decided. I had pasta last night, too. Oh, it was really good. It was like this beef ragu uh, served over these fresh, uh, cheesy ravioli things. A lot of fresh basil and like a dollop of like ricotta on top of it. It was wicked, wicked good. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, so that's what's been going on today. So that's cooking right now. It's late in the day. I got to go to work tomorrow, and I'm like, yeah, geez, I got to get this podcast done. So, this past week, I came across on social media a photo that made me chuckle, and I copied it to my desktop, the desktop of my computer. And this image is of a blow-up sex doll placed headfirst into a trash can on a city sidewalk. Okay, fully blown up, thrown sideways into this city sidewalk trash can. I later shared this image with my fellow bandmates in Blackledge with the comment, my dating life is pathetic. The response I received from these guys, well, I didn't receive a response at all. Jeez, I thought I was, I was, I was trying to be funny there, guys. Uh, they don't believe I am funny and probably are contemplating kicking me out of the band. That's yeah, that, I think that's what's going on with Blackledge. <laughs> anyway, even though my initial reaction to this pick was to, to laugh, I later went back and thought about the action of whoever threw this synthetic tool of pleasure away. Uh, synthetic tool of pleasure. That sounds kind of gross. I'm sorry, but I didn't want to use... Uh, 
the term sex doll twice uh, uh, so close together, you see. And as thinking, if you can, I was thinking about this, a few questions came to mind. Now, why did a person throw this, throw away this doll? Was it due to guilt? Uh, this person may just have felt cheap and dirty for using it. You know that does happen. Uh, did the person find a better doll? Uh, you know, maybe a doll that's uh, an- the similar to the anatomically correct one in the film Lars and the Real Girl, uh, with Ryan Gosling. If you haven't seen that, you should. It's really good. Uh, But the most hopeful answer is this person found a real-life mate to be intimate with. We'll never know. We'll never know why uh, they threw this in the trash can. So, anyway, that's what I'm left with. uh, It's just this puzzling kind of sense of, why did this person throw this uh, sex doll in the trash can? Okay. Another thing that happened on social media, I keep on throwing things out there on Twitter about just random stuff, and it doesn't really seem to take. Uh, I do appreciate my friend uh, from Canada, from Bigfoot Canada, Glenn, responding to when I uh, say, wow, this uh, cereal that I'm eating for breakfast here is really, really good. And he'll respond like, oh, come on, make up your mind, Matt. Are you going to have a smoothie, a breakfast sandwich, uh, that kind of thing. So, but... Uh, what I did see uh, that really kind of uh, surprised me is I didn't know that nudity was a thing on Twitter. I, I, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Uh, I'm typing something in Twitter now. That's why I'm kind of uh, hesitating on how I... Okay, I just want to make sure I'm in the right spot because I want to read... Uh, I want to read what I typed in here, but I want to read what uh, she wrote in response. And I got to get the name of her podcast right. I believe it is the Basic Bitches Bottled Up Podcast. Bottled Up Bitches, a sex podcast. That's what it is. So, okay, anyway. I never knew that, uh, like, nudity and, I guess, outright pornography on Twitter is a thing. And this makes me feel kind of happy about myself. The reason why is because, you know, I'm clean cut. I'm pretty clean cut, apparently, because I don't get these things on my Twitter. I don't get uh, nudity, uh, with one exception, which I'll bring up soon, or porn on my Twitter. So I'm a pretty clean cut guy. I'm not an old pervy kind of guy, a dirty, pervy old guy. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. And it's proven because on my Twitter feed, as I just said, that uh, these naughty images don't just randomly appear on my Twitter. But anyway, so Bottled Up Bitches is a sex podcast. I I have listened to the episodes before. It's a husband and wife, and they talk about sex, basically. And so a couple weeks ago, let me cough off the microphone for a minute, and I apologize. <coughs> Excuse me, allergies. A couple of Thursdays ago, she has this thing where she encourages people to do this uh, thirsty Thursday, you know, photo of themselves. And a couple of Thursdays ago, she posted something pretty tame. It was just of her in a sun hat, sunglasses. And you could see that she was like poolside and uh, from the shoulders up. And you could tell that she had a s- strap 
uh, shoulder strap bathing suit on. Very, 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 very tasteful, modest, uh, attractive uh, young lady. Um, and this past week, though, what she posed, okay, uh, Thirsty, uh, Thirsty, Thirsty Thursday, I th- I don't know, Thirsty Throwback Thursday, maybe. Anyway, this time, it's of her, it's a black and white photo of her standing in a field, and she's topless. And I'm like, wait, wait what, 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 wait, what, why, huh? Yeah, you can do that on Twitter? And that's how I responded, like, wow, you can, uh, I never knew you. I was missing out on all that kind of stuff on Twitter. So I, I, I typed that in. And her response was, oh, yeah, lots of porn out there, a whole new world. But before she did that, I think she typed in this. In fact, she did. Twitter's okay with full nudity, because I asked. Twitter's okay with full nudity? You can get away with that? And she also wrote, I see full titties and vag all the time. And I'm like, wow, holy cow. I, I, I just never knew that was uh, even a remote possibility on the Twitter, on the Twitter sphere. Uh, and again, um, I feel kind of clean cut, because that doesn't appear on my Twitter sphere. So, uh, but that's what was going on on my social media of note. Uh, basically, a sex doll in a trash can, and I saw a uh, a topless woman uh, that made me just think about uh, Twitter and what you can get away with posting on Twitter. And I'm still very clean cut on Twitter. What I post is very innocent. My Twitter is very much PG thirteen, and I take pride in that. I believe this show is as well, pretty much PG-13. I take pride in that. So on the dating online thing this week, uh, not much has been going on, but I was, uh, Jen, I told this story to Jen last night about this interaction I had, oh, within the last few months, I suppose. So this woman who lived a ways away from me, so I knew we would probably never meet Uh, she seemed really interesting her profile was in line with mine and i just like conversing with people uh, and people like-minded people even if we don't meet i mean i don't do it all the time but every once in a while i do so uh as as i'm texting her she's on a retreat and uh, it was like a weekend thing and As we're texting, she's talking about how she's relaxed and meditating and eating all this healthy food. And she's pretty descriptive about the food that she's eating. And, you know, black bean burgers, like fried plantains, you know, fried in coconut oil, uh, lentil stews, uh, these uh, parfaits made with... Uh, you know, homemade granola and like a soy-based yogurt. So, and all the power to her, but it's like, it was almost like she was going out of her way to mention the healthy foods she was eating. And so as I'm going on, I read her profile and it it didn't mention any of her dietary habits. I, I just asked, are you vegan? 
And apparently I wasn't supposed to ask that because the next time I turned on the dating app, she was no longer there. Apparently uh, she blocked me. Uh, and wow. I mean, anything can happen behind the scenes. I don't know. Maybe she was texting with somebody else. They went out on a date and she found her soulmate. Or I asked a really, really offensive question by asking if she was vegan. So it made me wonder, uh, is that an okay question to ask, especially if you seem to go be going out of your way about what you've been eating over the course of a couple of days? Uh, are you, are you, uh, maybe, I, maybe you can't ask that anymore. I don't know. Uh, not that I'm too stressed about it. I just thought it was interesting. I don't care if you're vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, uh, sulfite-free. Uh, what else is there out there? Uh, can't eat shellfish. Uh, can't eat avocados. Actually, can is avocado allergy a thing? It probably. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah, avocado. I haven't bought an avocado for a while. They're expensive again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, especially at our age or my age, I should say, it's you know people develop allergies and you know or just eating habits that maybe are healthier for them. Luckily, I can eat almost anything. I understand how eating meat is really bad for the planet, uh, and I should buy more local, uh, but I like it. I like it. So I have a bit of a carbon footprint there. And people who are vegan, I, I appreciate I mean, I, I respect that. In fact, I have some admiration for that. And I would have told her that. If she wouldn't have blocked me, but you know what? To each, it's okay. It's okay. You know, I don't get upset with things that happen on dating apps. I have a life. I'm happy with myself. Happy with uh, my direction in life, where my kids are at, and happy that I have some really, really great, awesome, close friends. Happy that I can watch some really cool movies every once in a while. I was about ready to get rid of Netflix uh, because it seems like weeks went by where I couldn't find anything of quality to watch on Netflix. Maybe I wasn't trying hard enough. Then this Indian movie showed up uh, a few days ago called RRR. That's three capital R's. It's a movie out of India. It's three hours long, so, you know, be prepared for that. But... India, these movies coming out of India, these action movies are incredible. You got to think, uh, and they're really not what you're used to seeing. Think Disney, think uh, Grease or Fiddler on the Roof or West Side Story, and then think like Guardians of the Galaxy or Marvel's Avengers, a really good action movie, and you know throw those concepts together. And you'll get this movie RRR. It's kind of surreal at times. The CGI is almost laughable. But yet, these movies, the storyline is easy to follow. And the action is incredible. And visually, um, the scenes are just phenomenal. So, if you want to start with RRR, great. But then... There's another movie and its sequel. It's really just one long movie split in two called Bahu Bali. 
That's Bahubali 1 and 2. Uh, watch those as well. They're all on Netflix. They're all long. So, you know, uh, just, but I, I, I believe you'll be pleased. I mean, if you trust my judgment in movies, you'll like this. And I know Sandy and I don't always agree on movies that we uh, review. Um, I bet Sandy would like these movies as well. In fact, I should, have, I should recommend them to Sandy to see what she uh, thinks. So I'm going to leave you all today with a little bit of a writing from my journal, somewhat poem, but mostly journal entry. And this is about romancing a particular individual. And it goes like this. The next time we get together, can I try to romance you? Leading up, I'll watch YouTube videos on how best to do it. Maybe this would involve saying a lot of schmaltzy things. Maybe it involve uh, how to give the best foot or shoulder massages. I don't know, but I'd prepare. I do find you beautiful. As I try not to say how nice you look or mention your physical beauty too often, I have those moments of awe with you as you do indeed glow. I do find you interesting and love our conversations. If allowed to turn the heavy charm on, I would get extra schmaltzy. I am thinking a long walk while we hold hands. I would make sure our shoulders rub together on occasion as we did so. Listening to your voice would help me feel calm and I would let you know this. At the end of the walk, we would be on a sandy beach. We would take off our shoes and walk slowly, taking in all the sensations the ground has to provide for us. We'd arrive at a small table as the sun was setting. Here we would eat something delicately prepared that the ocean provided for us. You'd sip wine, I would have a fizzy water, maybe there'd be a violin player, maybe I'd just get my Spotify out and play some really good yacht rock. Afterwards, we'd walk to a hammock, we'd lie there as I held you, and the sun completely goes away for the day. We'd fall asleep like this, completely blissful. How does this sound? Thank you for listening. Next week, I actually have a guest of uh, a woman from Boston who has a dating uh, podcast. And it's titled uh, Dating Will Be the Death of Me. A very interesting podcast. If you want to take a listen to uh, that in preparation for the show, looking forward to it. And until next time, I love you all. Have a good week. And... Take care.